Hey guys, thanks for being here. Accidental Bully Podcast, episode three. Doesn't have a name yet. Uh, got a little bit silly, spoke about custom rubber plates, spoke about how I, uh, I am a sellout now. I'm on TikTok, uh, so get on it. And I don't know, some other silly stuff. Please enjoy the episode. Uh, I had fun doing it, and I'm still learning, which is cool. So have a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. Like, subscribe, do all that shit. Thanks, guys. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We're back. Episode three. This is take one of episode three. This is episode three of the Accidental Bully podcast. I'm Tori Griffiths, and uh, everyone that's watching already knows that because they're all friends with me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm sure no one's watching this that doesn't know me, and for now, that's fine. In the future, it might be a problem. But I'm already selling out. Starting this off, I'm already selling out. Put up on my Instagram tonight. Um, I've started a TikTok account and I'm selling out. I'm officially now that I'm, a, I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. I'm, one, I'm officially, I got the hat trick of being a piece of shit. Hey, check out my YouTube channel. Hey, <laughs> you know, I got a podcast. Those two mediums too long form for you? Check out my TikTok. You know, don't have much time on your hands or got a lot of time on your hands, I got you covered. Because I'm a sellout, even though I'm making no money. I'm selling out for free. I'm a sellout volunteer. And it feels good. And just just before I hit record on this, I, I thought I'd have a look at the news because I felt... Like, I'd be annoyed at myself if I started doing this and I hadn't checked the news and something crazy had happened and I finished a podcast and opened the news and some crazy bullshit had gone down. Of course, some crazy bullshit is going down, but not as crazy as you think. Um, first story I saw, now officially I've started a TikTok, so this could be me. Uh, an influencer is getting dragged over the proverbial coals because she was doing squats on a beach in Bali for a video right next to a ritual going on. Now, I've got a TikTok account now, so this could be me. My next holiday could be me. It's a scary thought. But don't be doing that. What are you doing, doing Scott? And honestly, she's doing... That's the thing about Bali. You see people post these photos on Bali on the Bali beaches, and you go, you must have got the angle just right to not have trash floating through the water behind you. Because Bali is nice, but there's trash in the water. Because Bali is nice, but there's dogs that are stray, that are eating the trash, that's in the water, not leaving the water, pooping. The water situation in Bali, not so clean. Great place to travel to because it's cheap, but sometimes the oceans... So, and, and some beaches too. There's some parts of Bali that are awesome. The main beach there in Kuta is just, I don't know why you'd be going there. Whereas you go the other side, you go um, Padang Bay, Chandidasa, stuff like that. Killer. Now it's now my podcast's a tourism. Tourism podcast. Except, like everything from Western Australia, uh, the only place I go is Bali. The, that, I'm one of those people, I was, to, I was actually talking to Lauren, we, we've, a couple of times we've talked about starting one of those travel 
like how cool it would be to run one of those travel YouTubes, but I don't think it'd be that effective when we go to Bali twice a year. I don't know, I don't know how stirring that would be, the travel vlogger life when you go and sit around the same pool, but the pool's got a bar, pool bar. That travel vlog life. And otherwise in the news, there's nothing, there's nothing big going on because they've 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 circled well, there's lots big going on, but they've circled back around for those little those little tidbits and they're back up. A DNA test linked the Queensland woman to the needle found in a strawberry. We're still talking about that. And I can't believe this was in 2018. This was two years ago that this was happening. Who out there is still chopping, is still cutting up your strawberries to check them? And that always, that always, that that always messed me up, that idea. They said, cut your strawberries to check them, but what if you cut, what, what if you, you cut the same way the needle what if you, you, you know, what if you cut the same way the needle is and you get complacent? I'd rather eat tentatively. Don't cut the strawberries, just don't trust. Never trust a punnet. Never trust a stray punnet. Um, had a bit of an embarrassing moment happen to me this week. Uh, quite embarrassing. Um, but embarrassing with someone that I've never, I, I don't know. I've just, just through a business, not through a business thing. I was just, it's just a transaction, um, transaction for some Mexican food. I was getting a burrito from, um, from Zambrero's. Um, and I was going through the drive-through, pulled through the drive-through, paid for my burrito. She was taking a little bit longer than usual. I don't know why I did this, but I put the car into neutral while I was sitting there. And I don't normally do that. My foot was still on the brake, put the car in neutral. She's handed my burrito. And instead of, and I've just taken my foot off the brake, pulled my foot in the accelerator and give it a big, giving it a big rev rev. Giving it a big, a big, big, uh, which very embarrassing. Uh, I was driving a Camry. So I was revving, revving out a Camry in the Zambrera's drive-thru. And the, the girl that served me, who was probably no older than 19, uh, just said, nice. And that's worse. <laughs> the fact that I got I got razzed by a 19-year-old girl. She said, nice, when I revved it out. Revved, revved out the Camry in the drive-thru. And that was the low light of the week. So, been a pretty good week. Been a pretty good week. Uh, another movie review. Last week, uh, well, my, my first one was I, I spoke a bit about Mary Poppins. How she's popping off, she's popping in. Uh, and... Watched another movie and somehow fell into the same category, found another sex predator. So, warning, Lauren and I watched the new the new 365 D&I movie everyone's talking about on Netflix. And I don't know if I can say watched. We didn't watch it. We skipped through to the sex scenes. We skipped to the dirty bits because the the actual story of, of the movie is fucking dog shit. Uh, the very start of the movie, I don't even remember what happens at the start of the movie, but... All of a sudden, the guy's just getting a crazy blowjob on a plane from a flight attendant while his mates are on the other side of a curtain from him. And it's just, it's just aggressive. A lot of aggression going on in the blowjob. And he just, just forced, but I guess it's, it's a private jet. I guess that maybe that comes with the territory. I don't know. Haven't fully sold out yet. But yeah, this, this movie had way too much, way too much male. I don't know what the, I don't even know what the male gaze. No, nah, nah, male. What's the male when guys look at girls like they're pieces of meat? It had a lot of that. And basically, the story of the movie is that this this the main guy 
captures this girl and says to her, you can leave in 365 days if you don't love me because I think you're going to fall in love with me in these 365 days. So that's that's the whole premise of the movie is this guy capturing her and then trying and then just doing crazy shit like like trapping her in a room and tying her up and then making her watch him get his dick sucked. And that's not the f- most fucked up part about that bit, making him making her watch him get his dick sucked in front of a massive portrait of himself standing next to a lion. Like both one of the most fucked up things and the most badass things I've ever seen. Like the lion picture, sick. Strapping a girl to a bed and then making her watch you get a blowjob, that's a bit off. That's a bit off. And it, and then the movie builds up to just one of the craziest sex scenes I've ever seen in a movie. As it goes on, it gets in there. And it's one of those ones, you, a lot of movies have sex scenes and you kind of go, oh yeah, but this, this sex scene just, this sex scene just brought it. This was like absolute horn down, like horn bag, pound down. How you going? What you going? Where you go? Round them up. Sex. Like this is the kind of sex you imagine Avengers are having. Like this is this is Thor sex. But basically, so I was and I was, I was making thinking this this movie had a real weird. The sex was kind of all the movie was about. So if this was if this movie was your big break. It's it's a tough one because I can imagine if you're ever in a movie and you must have that relate that 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 conversation with your partner if you're in a relationship and you go and you go to do a movie and you're like oh by the way, you know it does the movie does have a sex scene but I think it's going to be really good for my career and and your partner goes oh okay I know this is this is what you want so it makes sense I guess yeah you can do the sex scene um just you know I guess you lay out rules and stuff like that but. If you did that and then watched this movie and saw the one sex scene that they did and the dog's barking again, if you saw the one sex scene that she did, you'd be like, whoa, why didn't sign up for this? This is what is going on here. And the cinematography, fantastic. But you've got to believe that it seems like they were really having sex. A couple of times, the the scene where the guy was getting a blowjob on the plane, pretty sure I saw a bass dick. Pretty sure I saw a bass dick during it. And that <laughs> same bass dick just reminded me, actually, I worked with a salesman once. He had a really strong accent uh, and he his English wasn't the best. And he used to say whenever someone, whenever he was going to get in touch with a customer, he wouldn't say, I'll touch, I'll touch bass with him. He would say, I will touch the bass. I will touch the bass with him. <laughs> uh, and... And no one ever corrected him because salespeople are a pretty toxic community. But I will touch the base. I will touch the base. And what's her name again? But that's another story. Uh, <laughs> I uh, oh this this fucking this is this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. Never had a platform. Private number plates. Sort your fucking shit out, people with private number plates. They need they need to have someone at the Department of Licensing that questions you like you go in for a for a license plate and they look at you and just go "Mm, really they go "Mm," you go oh yeah i want i want to get i want to get this i want to get mad madman 85 and and they should be like yeah but that's your hotmail email address that's what they should be doing they should be going 
hang on, does that number plate sound like it could be your Hotmail email address? Because if it is, or if it can be, shit number plate. I saw a number plate when I was driving to, um, when I was driving down south the other day and the number plate was Frio Doctor. Shit number plate. What are you naming your number plate after a, a sea breeze for? Like, what's someone else going to have? The Northwestern? North, the Northwesterly. And then, like, you know, you have a, you have a motorbike. You call it Cyclone Tracy or something. I don't know. Um, I saw a, I've been, so I've been taking a lot of note of number plates lately. And I saw one, I saw a, I saw a red Kia with the number plate Envy This. Envy this on a red Kia. And this this made me wonder. I've had a few questions about this one because did this number plate come from a nicer car? And if so, wouldn't you leave the number plate behind? Or did they buy this number plate knowing they'd be driving a red Kia? And is it a, a mock on shit number plates? Or do they really think people are envious of it? And in that case, I'm wondering where you're living that people are going to be envious of your red Kia. Because everyone can get finance now for a red Kia. Like, en envy this. Envy this. I guess it could be the Hotmail email address. And if you're, if you're because my, my Hotmail email address I had when I was about 15 was Torza92. So if I get the number plate Torza92, uh-oh, I'm an adult baby. Uh-oh, adult baby. Because you got your Hotmail email address as your number plate. If you could, if you, if your number plate's sitting on your car and you can then have at hotmail.com, if you just put at hotmail.com after any shit number plate you see, and if it looks like an like an email address, that number plate fucked up. Custom number plates you could have for one reason: you got an old car and you don't want to have gay state plates on it. That's the only reason to have a custom number plate. Or if you're gift, if you you're giving them as a gift, then you've got to use the custom number plate for at least six months. Tear them off, throw them into a river, tell the person that bought them for you that they were a gift. That's the only way to deal with custom number plates. Otherwise, uh-oh, adult baby. Don't know where that came from. Adult baby. Anyway, get you, sort your shit, people with fucking custom number plates. Fucking shits me. Not many things, that's just, it's just one thing that winds me up. Whenever I see him, I fucking envy this on your red Kia. Red Kia, if you're listening, don't be listening. I felt like a burp might have been coming then, but I held it in. Could come back to haunt me. Uh, hey, how's this? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage was trending the other day on... Uh, Nicholas Cage was trending the other day on Twitter, and I don't know why, but it just it just made me think that maybe I wanted to I wanted to share my um my favorite Nicholas Cage scene because Nicholas Cage is the man, and if you didn't know, Oscar winner, one of the greatest actors of all time, gone in sixty seconds, uh, just one of the greatest actors of all time, and I just want to I just want to watch watch this scene with you guys. I'll skip forward a little bit. Basically, Nicolas Cage sitting on a couch. Basically, Nicolas Cage sitting on a couch. I don't even remember. I don't even know this movie. I haven't seen the movie, but I've watched this scene so many times, and it's just Nicolas Cage doing the ABCs, and it's the most Nicolas Cage thing you've ever seen. And I reckon I've said Nicolas Cage at least fifteen times. But let's get into it. 
of every single contract it makes with the client and then puts it in a file, in the appropriate file. Shouldn't the copy be in that file? Firstly, such an old movie that they put siren noises in the background to make it seem like they're definitely in a city. Okay, carry on. Yes, I suppose it should. It should, right? Yes. <laughs> right? Hmm. Hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Best acting I've ever seen in my life. Uh, unless, of course, it's somehow been misfiled. But misfiled? Yes, misfiled. <laughs> Sometimes somebody puts a document in the wrong file and then it's misfiled. It may and get ready, if you're watching this, you'll see it. But if you're just listening, right now he's pulling a face like, I'm about to pop off. Is it much harder to find? Uh, who? Who? What do you mean, who? I don't know who exactly. <laughs> you don't? No, I don't. Whoever filed it in the first place, but... For God's sakes, Peter, I am not telling you one single thing you don't already know. How could somebody... Firstly, I don't know, sorry, just quickly, I don't know what her accent is. We're going to carry on. Because Sunni's going to pop off. They misfile something. What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file. According to alphabetical order. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z! Oh, the man, you know, the guy just gets it. That's all you have to do! Very good, you know your alphabet. I never How's the condescending note on her? Very good, you know your alphabet. Spelled anything! Wait, what did you say that? Very good, you know your alphabet. I never misspelled anything! Not once, not one time! <laughs> not once, not one time! And he flicks his hair back. Man, this is, this is an Oscar winner. The passion for a scene that is so ridiculous. I'm sure that you didn't. And now she's fearing her life. I want to know, really. Who did? I cannot possibly <laughs> tell you that. You can't? No, I can't. Nicholas Caged Animal. Wow. Actually, that just made me think. Um. Here we go. This and this, otherwise, this is the second best Nicolas Cage scene ever. The bit in Gone in sixty seconds where they're just about to take off. Oh, Nicolas Cage, I'm a bad man. Look at his leather jacket. This scene is just so Hollywood. Fuck. Thanks. Thanks for doing this. Albino Jolie in the background there. Just fine. We should get through it just fine. Hello, Ryder, darling. 
Angelina Jolie's got a real Christina Aguilera look about her in this movie. Mm. I had a life-size Christina Aguilera uh, poster on my door. Dad got it for me at the Royal Show. Thanks, Dad. Donnie, Donnie Floretta. <laughs> oh, is that, I forgot. Is that Bow Wow in this movie as well? Man. Gone in 60 seconds. What a what a killer movie. And he's got the spirit fingers going. Okay, let's run. Oh, okay, let's run. Okay, let's run. Amazing. Amazing. Nicolas Cage, thank you for trending the other day because it just... Every time, every time someone talks about Nicolas Cage, it brings it up. Also, Trent, Nicolas Cage, is the best actor of all time. Mentioned it the other day, Trent hates him. Amazing actor. Absolutely incredible. Oh, geez, we're, geez, we're over 20 minutes in. 20 minutes in and we're still, we're still going. Hey, speaking of this, this just popped into my head actually because this happened just today. If you sell food, sell drink. Is that is that not a really simple statement? If you sell food, sell drink. Baker's Delight, I'm looking at you. Baker's Delight's everywhere. Why? Got a sip up. Mm, sipping up. Baker's Delight, why are you selling food and not selling drinks? I don't get it. I don't get how you can have... Just food. It's so easy. Have a fridge with some drinks in it. I just the fact that I can go there and buy a bun, can't buy a bottle of water, because I'm a good boy. The fact that you can you can't get you can't get drinks at Baker's Delight. If you sell food, sell drink. That's all I'm gonna say about that. All right. That's all I'm gonna say about it. I uh, speaking. Of, I just mentioned Trent before. Trent. Trent said, I've got a couple of things that happened at work this week actually that made me laugh, but Trent said the most intriguing thing on the phone I've ever heard. Like straight, one of those things, start of the phone conversation, you drop something and it just, it hooked me. From across the room, I had to know what was going on in that phone call. He just went, he just randomly, he just goes, bruises on your face? He's on the, so, so Trent's on the phone, he goes, bruises on your face? What? Oh, you poor thing. Send me a picture. And then hung up and then and then hung up the phone. Bruises on your face? What? You poor thing. Send me a picture. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to know. You can't do you can't make that phone call within proximity of people and not have them need to know what the bruises on the face are from. And then down a different angle. I was out. Um, I was out. I'm not sure if people know this board I do for work, but I uh, I work in wholesale, um, which basically in the within the car industry. So still a piece of shit. But I work in wholesale, which basically means I go around buying cars from um, from private people, from other car dealers, from auctions and tenders and stuff like that to sell in our yard. So I drive around a lot and see other dealers. And went to a went to a mate um, a mate's yard the other day. Had a chat with him. And he was talking about ScoMo, and he used one of the best insults I've ever heard in my life. 
He said, ScoMo, that flying, flying cunt fuckwit. <laughs> that flying cunt fuckwit. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And speaking of really good insults, actually, watch the new, um, or not the new, watched, um, Laura and I watched Jack Reacher, the Jack Reacher movie. Watched it many times, but Tom Cruise drops one of the best insults I've ever heard in that movie, one of the best comebacks. There's the, the girl, um, the girl at one stage. She goes, she goes, I don't mind the sight of blood. And he goes, yeah, when it means you're not pregnant. Oh, <laughs> just throwing some spices at her. That's, I don't mind the sight of blood. Yeah, when it means you're not pregnant. Oh, Tom Cruise jumping on couches, spitting fire in Jack Reacher. Also, Jack Reacher, the book, was a giant guy, and they hire Tom Cruise, who I'm pretty sure is five foot six. So, nothing against five foot six people, but you short, Tommy boy. I, uh, I witnessed something pretty embarrassing. Witnessed something pretty embarrassing. I feel like at the moment, buying cigarettes must be a bit must be a bit embarrassing now to buy cigarettes but i witnessed something that makes it even worse and i and uh i just wish i was more of a piece of shit so i could vocalize things because it's uh, in public i always hold these I, I judge everyone and i say horrible shit in my head but i never let it out but that's what this is for and this girl went into she, i was in iga and she was going in to buy cigarettes and she she didn't have her license because she said her license had expired. So she had to use her passport. And that's embarrassing. Like, not only did she... So she's buying cigarettes, embarrassing. Not No driver's license, had to use her passport. And that's just, it's the same as when you see people go out to a nightclub with a passport. It's so tempting to make, not to make fun of them. Like, when she whipped out her passport, all I wanted to say is, oh... Where are you going? Because you must be going on a holiday with your passport out. Or like, see, whip out a puzzle. Oh, good luck. Oh, so good luck with what? Good luck with the loan you're obviously applying for because you got your passport out. You must feel silly. How badly do you need to spend $40 on little sticks that catch fire that you breathe in the smoke? And I'm, I'm recording this podcast late at night because I started earlier today and my next door neighbor, great bloke, two minutes into me, I hit record this morning, two minutes into the recording and he started angle grinding and cutting and doing all sorts of stuff and it sounded horrible. So I bowed out and now I'm doing it at night, the night edition, and it's a bit, um, I don't know, feels a bit strange. It's late. It's a late night for me. It is nine o'clock right now. And that's a late night for me. Well, it's late for me to be doing this. It's a bit random. I just can't believe she just had she had her passport to buy. And she and she did the flap down like she was an FBI agent too. She went to buy cigarettes and she did the she had it in the little travel sleeve too, the little plastic protector. So she had to fumble to drag it out of the protector, flip it down, like authorized so embarrassing speaking of embarrassing things i witnessed at the shops actually that just reminded me i i went to something really awkward once um i was at the pharmacy and the girl in front of me um, um 
the girl in front of me uh, got, went up to the counter. I don't know how old she would have been. She might have been mid-20s or something. She went up to the counter uh, and leaned. Actually, when she got to the counter, she leaned right up close to the pharmacist and whispered something in his ear. Like, And if you want to get everyone in the pharmacy's attention quicker, there's no other way. Like, there, there is no way quicker than leaning into the pharmacist and whispering something in their ear because you know, you know they're asking for some shit. And then the pharmacist goes to her. He goes, oh, I'm new here. Now, this must be her worst nightmare. He goes, oh, I'm new here. I've just got to go check with somebody. And he walks over to the other pharmacist and doesn't quite have the same care about privacy. And he talks to the other pharmacist, but on an angle where everyone can see his lips. He says it quietly, but everyone can see him say, morning after pill. And now the problem is, is that she's facing him. She's seen this happen and then turned and locked eyes with me. She's seen my eyes flick from him to her and then we were all on the same page. And that, that really is embarrassing. That's more embarrassing than the passport for the cigarettes um, because we know what, yeah, no, no judgment, to be honest. I, it's one of those things, if she just walked up to the counter and said, morning after pill, I'd have been like, right on, sweet. But I guess maybe, now I feel bad. Now I'm thinking much, it was a really embarrassing moment. But I didn't do anything bad about it. I didn't I didn't laugh at her or, or or say anything. I just did the kind of I did the kind of nod. Like when you like when you walk past someone in a country town. You know, country town people, they just give the nod. That's what I gave her. Gave her the nod. Oh god, now I feel like a piece of shit. Poor girl. I feel like a I feel like a flying cunt fuckwit. <laughs> Oh my god, the old flying, the old flying cum fuckwit. Man, I'm still, I still can't get over the sex in this fucking movie we watched. Sex was off the chain. This was, that was the most hectic, hectic movie for sex scenes I've ever seen. And, man, I've got, I've got some stories about Netflix sex scenes, but I don't really, I can't really share them. Can't really share them because it'll get me in shit. Fuck. Man. I don't really know where I don't really know where to go from here. I um I had a couple of things on my on my in my notes that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't really I didn't feel comfortable with it. I looked at the note my notes before and and I just didn't really feel comfortable. I didn't feel like they were the right thing to talk about. I didn't I wasn't vibing on them. Um, nothing like those, the, nothing like the fucking custom number plates. I knew for sure that I was going to talk about that. Um, I knew for sure I was going to talk about the fact that I'm a sellout now on TikTok. Look me up, Smooth Torrents, also getting the number plate. Um, definitely wanted to talk about Nicolas Cage, greatest actor of all time. Uh, and where? Where are you going with that passport? Because you must be going on a holiday. But what a what a weird what a weird learning experience this this podcast has been. To be honest, uh, it's so strange. I'm I'm doing this, and it's kind of changed my perception on on the internet. Um, 
for many reasons. There's some things like I I get feedback. I mean, you don't get a lot of feedback doing this. Obviously, in stand-up, you get feedback straight away. People laugh or they don't laugh. They boo you. They call you a cunt. They, they, you, just, you know if something's working or something's not. Whereas doing this, there's no real way of knowing if it's good other than I guess if people are listening again. But the hard thing is, is the people who listen to the first episode might not be the kind of people who are going to be long-term audience members. And then it's like, how do you find that? that avenue and then the flip side of it is i've kind of stopped caring so much about that so i'm I'm, it's it's in the short period that i've been releasing these i'm just so much more comfortable making videos and talking on the internet i just i recommend people do it make videos be silly share yourself um because honestly that's why that's why i'm comfortable doing tiktok now previously i never would have made a tiktok because i would have thought it was just the most embarrassing shit ever and it is embarrassing and it is cringe, but that is what it is. It doesn't make any sense. I made the, I made, I've made some of the dumbest videos. One of them got a thousand views and I don't understand how the, I don't, I don't get how it works. Like you just, I've got 12 followers on TikTok and a thousand views on a video. Yeah. What is It's it's what's what's really crazy is now I'm old for TikTok. Twenty seven years old and I'm I'm out of I'm the train's left the station. Like I'm joining TikTok now. It's like oh now I've got to fall into that category. I've got to be like the dad category, or I've got to be like a tradie. I can't just be a twenty seven year old guy, which I guess I do fit into the dad category. But you don't want to fall into that. Whereas like young guys can just do it. They can do the dances. They can pull the faces. They can do all they want. POV, that's a funny one. That's a very strange one. It's fun. Um, but yeah, this podcast has got me, I don't know, it's just got me thinking. I don't know, I don't really know what the, um, I don't really know what it's going to evolve into. But I know I'm having fun doing it. And I know there's some people that are genuinely loving, and I've got a, I've got people that are asking me when the when the next one's coming, which I just think is madness. It's it's strange to think that people want to listen to what I've got to say, but I guess it's it's like anything. You kind of want to. It's nice listening to something or seeing something that someone that you know. I was just going to use a bad reference, but it's like if it's like if you know that a, that it's like if there's if there's if you're gonna be watching porn and you hear that there's a porn star that one of your mates knows, or that is the sister of someone that you know, or you've met before, you're gonna to gravitate to that porn. It sounds bad, but it's true. I can't believe that's the angle that I took. And I don't wanna end the podcast. I don't want to end the podcast on um, talking about gravitating to a certain type of porn because it's got someone that you know in it. <laughs> Fucking hell. And the late night podcast, you know what, to be honest, my first podcast I think flowed the best and it wasn't late night podcast. And now I'm doing a late night podcast. Not late, I can't believe I'm saying late night. It's 9.09 late at night. But it just feels, it feels weird doing it at night. Um, I, I just can't wait till I'm doing comedy again. I guess once I do start doing comedy again, I won't be doing the podcast at night. It'll definitely go back to being a day thing. Um, but either way, you guys ever, 
I thought this. I just I was singing the other day. I wish, fuck, I wish I could sing. Like I wish I was one of those people that was born, just born with lungs, just born with pipes. Because if I, th- I think if I could sing, wouldn't life just be easier if you could sing? When you find out there's those people that sing that don't, those people that can sing that don't sing, and every once in a while they let a couple of notes out, and you go, what the fuck? You could be profiting off this. That's not a good way to look at it, but you got to make hay while the sun shines. you got to make that money off your, off your, off your, singing, your singing pipes. Because if I, I think, I, I can't sing, but I think if I could sing, fuck, I'd be able to sing. Like, if I could sing, I'd be a singer. I don't think there's an, I don't think there's a difference. Like, I can't sing, but if I could sing, I'd be singing. If I could sing, I'd be, I'd be a, a born, to, I'd be a, a legacy singer. I'd be one of those people that go, Phew. he can sing, but Tori, oof, have you heard him sing? He's a once in a generation. I think if I could sing, I'd be a once in a generation singer. But I can't sing. So I've got to sell out and make TikToks. Hmm. Fucking TikToks. But they're fun. And now I'm trying to pad it out. Now I'm looking at I'm looking at the time on the podcast thinking, fuck, this isn't been long enough. But how long is too long? How long's not long enough? Do I keep talking when I've got nothing to talk about? You know, do I look around the room and, and do and do awkward improv comedy? Oh, oh a glass of water. <laughs> no. So I guess it's around that time I've got to start, I've got to start wrapping up. It's 9-11. Don't know if I want to finish at that time. Okay. But this one's been fun. It's been weird. And to be honest, I think it's going to take a while to find the real groove of what this is going to be. Um, but I really, yeah, I really appreciate the people that are listening. A lot of people are watching the clips more. I guess that's a benefit is uh, is uh, making clips of it. So even if people aren't enjoying the podcast, I can find the stuff that I think was actually entertaining and draw something out of it. Um, but basically anyone who's, anyone who's listened to more than one episode even though there's only been two episodes uh anyone who's listened to the second episode as well thanks so much i really appreciate it if you could give me feedback anyone even if it's shit feedback like even if it's i thought that episode was crap because i thought the second episode was pretty bad this one i don't really know it's hard to tell until i get back out of it and um it normally doesn't hit me till I press stop and then I kind of go, oh, that didn't go so well. But it feels all right. Um, it feels like I got through a couple of things I wanted to go through. I could, I just want to get more comfortable doing it. I think once I get more comfortable and it's more like, I feel like it's a more like a, like a conversation, then, then it'll be more, it'll be more interesting. But anyone who's been listening so far, thanks a bunch. You're fucking champions. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Um, it's a big deal for me that, that, that people are listening. Um, I appreciate it. And I'm making TikToks if I haven't, haven't mentioned that earlier. Uh, I, if, if you are listening and you're up to this stage, please um, jump over to my YouTube channel and like and subscribe. That makes a big difference. Um, 
put the video on, put one of the podcast episodes on and just let the video play out because it's sick for the algorithm to, for me to have minutes played. Uh, write comments, even if they're mean comments, that's more fun. Uh, even if you want to be anonymous, just any feedback I can get, any information, uh, it all helps. Shout out to Lauren for letting me do this. Uh, my missus, I really appreciate that she lets me do this because it's uh, and comedy and everything. It must be must be a bit painful sometimes when I'm when she gets home from work and I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go and try to make people laugh for five minutes, but maybe not make them laugh. See ya. And shout out to a couple of people helping me out. Uh, I want to say. Um, go and have a listen to there's a couple of podcasts I want to say if you're up to this definitely go and go and check out the Shivers Read Shivers Regal Writing Club that's Shivers C H I V A S Regal spelt like Regal like my dress Regal uh, Shivers Regal Writers Club uh, Legends on there Sean and Nathan and then there's the um, Hard Yarns podcast with Delby and Cameron Branch, they're fucking champions as well. And I reckon you should have a listen. Otherwise, if, you, if you're if you wanting to start a podcast, have a shout out to, give a shout out to Brian from Rocket Podcasting. If you just look him up on Instagram, Rocket Podcasting, he's a fucking legend as well. And everything comedy related, look to Deanna Corbett at Winning at Failing Comedy. So look up Winning at Failing Comedy. She's a legend as well. She posts a lot of stuff about gigs happening in Perth. Um, yeah, there's so much cool stuff happening in Perth too. There's, um, the comedy at the Keller. So everyone up here in the Hills, comedy in the Keller is coming up. Just look it up on Facebook, comedy at the Keller, or, uh, look up NY events with, uh, yeah, NY events. They run the, they run a fair few gigs around town and they do all sorts of other things too. I think they do, uh, they do dating and like dating nights and singles nights and speed dating and stuff like that. But their comedy gigs are really good. They're awesome, awesome ladies that run it. Um, check out NY events yeah because comedy at the Cala and hopefully maybe I'll get a gig out of it at some stage uh, I've done one two gigs at the Cala they were awesome um, but yeah support local shit dudes thanks so much for listening hit like and subscribe on anything you see share shit do all that stuff um, gackety gack don't look back thanks a lot dudes see ya